Welcome to Kohler Mania. Thank you for joining us today. We are excited to have you back again. I am Tanya. I'm Michael. And we are on a series of the Beatitudes. We've been going through the last five Beatitudes and just really excited to speak about them, talk about them, point you to Jesus. And so before we get started on the next Beatitude, Michael, do you want to give us a quick summary of what we've been talking about? Yes. What are the attitudes that should be our attitudes that reflect God's character? First, being poor in spirit. In other words, not possessing worldly pursuits, but rather being rich in heavenly pursuits. Mourning with others, as in empathizing with the others. Having a meek disposition, being gentle, nice, humble, serving others. Hungering and thirst for righteousness, seeking first the kingdom of God with all our heart instead of seeking the world, being merciful as in forgiving and being compassionate for suffering and providing healing, being pure in heart because we have received Jesus and he has purified our heart and sanctified us. And as a response, then we start the discipleship process in order to reflect more and more of his character. Yes, I love it. And as we get into Matthew 5, 9, it says, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. Wow. So before we get into that, I love what John 14, 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I love that. Peace comes from our peacemaker, Jesus Christ, and he made peace within us as children of God. Jesus tells us to be peacemakers with all whom we are associated with or encounter in our life. Before Christ, we were all enemies of God and now made clean by the blood of the cross. We all have experienced unrest due to obstacles that hinder us to make godly peace with someone. This could very well be a family member, a spouse, a friend, or a person that may disagree with our views. The path of peace may be very difficult in the moments, but we are called to initiate a holy peace that comes from Jesus. If I personally had to say what peace is, I may say something like a release of the heart's control to overrule or instigate the last word in a situation in order for my view to be the last view. And we just talked about in the last podcast to be pure in heart. And again, here we are proceeding with the next beatitude. So Jesus, you want me to be pure in heart, but now you want me to be a peacemaker. You want me to be one who brings unity together to those that may hurt us or disagree with us or come at us with a strong uh, intent to upset us. And so I just think it's amazing, you know, how we are to be pure in heart, like we talked about, but now it's time to be peaceful with others, believers or non-believers. As Romans 12, 18 says, if possible, so as far as it depends on you, live peacefully with all. Yes, we are to be peacemakers. The opposite of that is not what we're supposed to be. We're not supposed to be people that just come into a situation and cause problems and get everybody all riled up. And the middle of that also is we aren't to just be peacekeepers. Peacekeepers 
could be passive. You can keep the peace by just ignoring issues and sweeping things under the rug. Peacemakers is more proactive. Be one who seeks peace. Let me figure out a way that I can make things peaceful. Look for creative ways and admit to times when I have caused some of the problems, even if it's just a small percentage of the problem, I can look for ways to, to show that, okay, yeah, this, let me admit and ask for forgiveness for my part in this and using good conflict resolution skills. And, you know, in a relationship, sometimes, especially the guy can get all riled up and, and will leave a situation because he feels his blood boiling and, and guys can sometimes can get pretty ag- aggressive when they get angry. So they doing the right thing by cooling off. But then sometimes they forget to come back. And once things are cooled off, let's talk about this and and solve the issue. Whereas women have a stronger need, have a tendency to want to really solve issues that are in the marriage and in the relationship issues that are causing problems. They want to smooth out and they want us guys to engage in that process, that peacemaking process. And we are all called to do that, to be ones who will make for peace. I like what it says in Matthew 5, 23 through 24, when you're bringing your offering before the Lord and you realize you have an issue with your brother, forget your offering right now and go reconcile, immediately go reconcile and work things out with your brother. Then come back and give your offering as important as offerings are to the Lord. God's putting a higher calling on reconciliation that if we remember some brother or issue that we're having with somebody, go reconcile. That is of primary importance. Thank goodness God has that character of reconciliation. While we were his enemies, he sought us out and died for us to reconcile that relationship. And he wants us to have that character as well, to be that peacemaker, the one that is proactive and is the one who's assertive of going out and making for peace. As believers, we make peace because it identifies us as children of God. Do the wicked make peace? The enemy wants division and hardened hearts, but that's not who we are. We are more than conquerors in the name of Jesus. I love what Paul says in Colossians 1, 15 through 20. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him, all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent for in him, all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself, all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. It's amazing that God gives us peace. So yes, this attitude is to reflect God's character. And it's just amazing. I heard a pastor say once, the birthmark of Christ is one who pursues peace. Wow. People see a difference in the children of God whose peace is evident. And it's just really important because the righteousness of God is us to seek to make peace in our hearts by trusting and showing the same peace to those around us. There are so many people around us that are broken, hurting, enemies of the cross, instigators, and more. And it's so important that we keep that in the forefront of our mind to desire 
holy peace? Do we desire to be in the will of God at all times? Do we want to please the Lord? And these are things that we want to look at. Proverbs 16, 7 says, when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. That is awesome. We are to reflect God's character in us. And it's just beautiful. Again, the sequence of the Beatitudes is just continues on. And it's just so perfectly in place. We started out with being poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness sake. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. And here we are, Blessed are the peacemakers. That's exactly what the Lord wants us to do. Jesus made peace at the cross with his blood. He defeated the enemy for us and we should rejoice. Isaiah 32, seven says, and the effect of righteousness will be peace and the result of righteousness, quietness and trust forever. So we praise Jesus for giving us peace. We praise him and that we also carry on the characteristics of Jesus to be those peacemakers and to stand out against the world. So it's exciting as we continue through the Beatitudes. It's such a blessing for us to be able to teach this and just sharing our hearts. And so we hope that you take these Beatitudes and allow the Lord to work in you and to change you and to have that Jesus like perspective. We want to be Jesus like-minded. We want to seek after his holiness because we are not holy apart from him, only because of him, only because of the blood at the cross that we can stand before him righteous like we talked about in the previous podcast. And here we are. We can only have that peace that is just not of this world because of Jesus. So this brings us to the end of this podcast. So until next time, I'm blessed.